How do I do my taxes? What's a credit limit? Where can I find a doctor? When's the best time to move? Who can I ask about all this? And why wasn't I taught how to be an adult? Hi, I'm Kathy. And I'm Genevieve. And, and we're, we're just, just as lost as you are. Come along with us as we journey through the weird, confusing, and sometimes scary world of adulthood. Every week, we'll talk with experts and those who have been there, done that, to answer your questions and ours. And on this edutainment podcast, we'll finally learn how to be an adult. So come on, enjoy, enjoy the, the Society, society of, of Grown-Ups. Hello, grown-ups. We are back for another week with another grown-up chat. How you doing, Kathy? Oh, I'm Genevieve, by the way, and that's Kathy. We're your hosts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We forgot to do that, but I don't know. It's okay. weird saying that because I hope you know us already. I know, but I think we just, I don't know. We need to say it. Uh, how, how you doing? I'm doing great. So we found out on the weekend that we actually want a free engagement photo shoot. <gasps> Where? Yeah. In Vancouver with just like this really sick photographer. And we just had a meeting with him. We're planning on doing like a mountaintop engagement photo shoot here in BC. Congrats. Thank you. I'm so excited. And it also saves us like 400 bucks. So like, yeah, those things ain't cheap. Yeah, but they just photographers deserve it. You know, like there's a reason why they charge so much. Well, that's really cool. Um, Before we get started with our grown up chat, we did want to talk about uh, Russia's invasion and attack on the Ukraine because it deserves to be discussed. Um, we know you come here to escape and learn things, but we definitely want to address, uh, real life horrors that are happening. Um, Mm -hmm. so we did want to say like, we do stand with Ukraine and we think what's going on is absolutely disgusting and horrible and an attack on, uh, humanity. We're, very deeply saddened and are just Mm -hmm. trying uh to keep ourselves informed we want to make sure you're kept informed so we are going to post some resources to learn more Mm -hmm. about the invasion as well as good causes you can donate to if you're able Mm -hmm. to we understand not everyone is able to but i think you know spreading awareness and learning is free so you know just try and do that and be careful what you read, too, because yes. the Russian propaganda machine is insane. Just check your sources, people, because there's a lot of shit out there that ain't great. Yes. And also, let's let's not lump Russians in with True. Putin. True. This is Putin's war, not mm-hmm. Russian's war. I will say I do love that in Canada, because of their accents, they keep calling him Putin. And I'm like that. <laughs> Keep doing that. That's great. Also, let's stop saying he's the president of Russia because he's the dictator. So let's just stop saying president already. Like, good Lord. So anyways, we are going to get into our grown up chats Mm -hmm. and it's exciting because we're actually here with our editor. Hello, Kevin. Kevin. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin. Uh, I am actually the man at the chair. If anyone gets that Spider-Man reference, but I'm the guy at the desk editing the lovely ladies and their voices for the Society of Grownups podcast. Uh, I'm a self-taught editor. I used to make really dumb, stupid sketches when I was like 10 years old for YouTube with friends in elementary school. And ever since then, I've loved the idea of creating a story and making people laugh. And that's my story, basically. Can't wait to visit home to Romania. Shout out to all my other Romanians. I hope you're staying safe. I hope that the borders are strong. I hope NATO helps us out. And, um, you know, glory to Ukraine. Amen. 
So why don't we jump into our adulthood questions to learn a little more about you? Uh, so Kevin, what's one thing you wish you had been told or taught about adulthood? Definitely to embrace unpreparedness. Uh, I think the, the biggest lie that bothered me as I grew up from like teenagehood to adulthood was how adults were unwilling to admit that they didn't have all the answers. And they kept off this really dumb traditional facade that you need to appear as if you are these all-knowing beings. When in reality, if they did admit to younger people in a younger generation, we don't have all the answers and we're kind of just winging it too, that would take the pressure off from growing up so that it's okay. It's like a universal acceptance then. And it kind of it balances everyone out. It brings everyone to the same spot. So not everything is so scary and being okay with the unknown is kind of really important. And, and something that, especially in this like 24 hour news cycle, isn't really acceptable, like by society. They're like, well, you're not up to date. And it's like, no, I, I like breathing and relaxing and not knowing everything because just because you know, things doesn't mean you can act on them. I think though, a lot of I guess it's weird saying adults, like, I guess other adults, because now I'm an adult. Yeah, we're um, adults, too. I think yeah. Kathy and I forget that a lot. We're like, oh, I know. yeah, we're not the kids. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm like 16. It's like, no, I'm like engaged living in my own apartment. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's hard for people to accept the unknown and to kind of accept that, you know, we don't have all the answers and we have zero control. You know, fun fact, no one really knows what they're doing. My mom told yeah. me that when I was a lot younger and she was like, fake it till you make it. Uh, truly no one ha- knows what they're doing and we're all just kind of winging it. Also, a lot of it is practice. You know, once you start doing things like taxes and figuring that out or getting into the buying process, you kind of learn along the way. So if you're buying a house Next time you go to buy a house, you're going to know a little more things like that. So I think a lot of it is just practice makes better. You just reminded me it's tax season. Thank you. I need to get my taxes. done. Kathy, <laughs> they're due like real soon. Girl, you got this. I believe in you. Are, aren't they doing like April? Yes, they're doing April in the U.S. I think they're due May 1st for Canada. Oh, there's time. Reminder, file your taxes. I only say it now because people get busy. File your taxes, people. Yes. HR block. I love you and I will see you soon. (laughs) So moving on to our next question. Um, What is something you've been judged for or pressured to do as an adult? That's that's a really good one. Uh, I think the only thing that comes to mind is being pressured to play it safe. You know? Like being pressured to like, that's a good one, like stick to the formula, so to speak. It's like, yeah, you have to go to university. Yeah. You have to get a degree in something. And afterwards you have to get a job and an apartment and that, and I'm like, man, it's one thing to believe that you have these check marks, these checkpoints you need to hit in life. It's another thing to be like, well, you're somehow lesser because you haven't done this one thing that most people have done. And somehow that's like a badge of honor. It's like a stamp on a card that proves you're an adult now. But how many people in the world right now are the icons or the heroes who dropped out of school, 
who never finished their education, who ironically went against the systems that they were taught to follow and actually ended up changing the world. So I'm not saying don't go to school. <laughs> Obviously, go to school. Be but school kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay, stay in school. Don't just drop out. Uh, but yeah, just the pressure of like, well, do the thing that the rest of us have done because duh. No, it's true. There's all that there's all this pressure to just stick to this formula, you know, the checkpoints of adulthood that if you don't hit, you're the worst person ever. Like, for instance, I had uh, a lifelong fear of driving and it wasn't a fear of getting an accident or something. I was scared of the responsibility. I was scared of being in control of this giant mechanical beast and hurting someone or making a mistake or hurting people in the car. So I was like the last kid probably in my entire hometown who got their license. You know, everyone got their license at 16. I got my license at maybe 19, maybe 20 years old. And it was such a bizarre thing for people to like cope with or understand. They're like, well, why would you wait? I'm like, I'm terrified. Of course, I'm like, I'm not going to do it if, I, if I'm not comfortable with it. And yet, once I got to university, I now know quite a few friends who still don't have their license. And I don't judge them for it because I'm like, yeah. I was going to say, it's so interesting in terms of driving because I come from a suburb where there's no transportation. You you have to drive. There's no buses. There's no nothing. You can drive to the train station and go into Boston or whatever. So everyone just got their license and I got my permit when I was 16, licensed six months later. That's just kind of fun fact. I failed my first driver's license test. So if you fail, no judgment. Oh, um, me too. <laughs> don't worry. I passed a second time. Don't worry about it. But, um, and I'm a, and I'm a really good driver. So when I moved to Toronto and my friends didn't know how to drive, I will admit, I did judge them a bit. I'm kind of like, well, why don't you? And then I looked around and I'm like, oh, well, a lot of the suburbs are very close. There's a lot of buses. And then I talked to them and I didn't realize people have anxiety around driving. Meanwhile, I love driving and miss it so much. And now that I'm moving, fun fact, I'm moving back to Massachusetts, y'all big moves. I'm going back to grad school. I'll talk about that in another episode. And I miss it so much. And that was something I learned. Oh, some people actually get really anxious, Genevieve, about driving. And it made me less judgmental. So it's just interesting. But I guess you answered the question of how do you overcome something that you really struggled with growing up? Or is there anything else you wanted to, to share? The way I overcame a fear of driving was less the pressure from everyone to get a license and more about changing my perspective of what driving is. So I changed it from you're responsible, you know, for this vehicle and any harm you do to more being like a car isn't a lifestyle. A car is a tool. I owe it to myself in my privileged position in life as a man, as a Caucasian, all that stuff to embrace the tools I have access to, to provide as good of a life to myself and others that I can. So a car as a tool enables you to have more freedom to travel, to have safety, uh, make trips, either groceries, whatever you want to equate it to. But yeah, just that difference of a mindset of a perspective being like, think of this as something that will add to your life than instead of something that will take away from it. And I think that philosophy can be applied to pretty much anything in life as an adult trying to navigate the world. If you always think, is this something that adds to my life or takes away from it? 
more often than not, it'll get you pretty far. Yeah. That's a good philosophy to have. Pretty solid advice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I, I agree. I think fear is a big thing that comes in adulthood. And when you grow up, you realize that your parents and the adults around you were also scared. They just didn't show. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a little bit humbling, you know, when you go to your parents and you go, I don't know what to do. And they're like, same. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and you know, it's not in the moment maybe, but an hour later or a day later or whatever, once you've really sat with that conversation, it is kind of comforting. It's reassuring because again, it just balances things out and you're like, Hey, human beings doesn't, you know, age is really just a number. It does not dictate how much, you know, or how confident you are or anything like that. If anything, age just dictates how sassy you are. That's about it. Some of the dumbest people I know are older and some of the smartest people I know are kids. Also, I just got to nerd out real quick because we're talking about fear. Favorite quote from the movie Dune, because I'm obsessed with Dune right now is uh, fear is the mind killer. Okay, don't hate me, Kevin, but I watched Dune and I was super excited. Like we screened it at work. It was awesome. It like got really great reviews. I went with my friend and we both fell asleep. God, I will say, okay, there, I will say, no, 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 no. Cause I get it. There are moments where it lulls and a lot of, it's one of those movies that you really have to pay attention to the dialogue because if it's like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, if you miss a name, you're fucked. Yeah. And you're going to be like, who is this for the rest of the movie? So I can understand that. I loved it. I also saw it in IMAX. So if you fall asleep in an IMAX movie, you might want to get checked out by a doctor. But I don't know. I, I really I, liked like it. Even the visuals are messed hey, The visuals was stunning. The acting was great. But like, I don't know. I just didn't get it. That's okay. Like, I was just missing some. Oh my! I hit my mic. Oh my god! I just didn't so get it. <laughs> no, I think that's okay. It's okay There's if some... you didn't get it. That's all yeah. Right. I'm surprised you. To me, maybe because I saw it in IMAX too. I can't imagine anyone falling asleep watching that. But it's it's okay. I, yeah. I will. Not it's okay. I got bored. <laughs> don't I got bored me. during the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. So don't worry about it. Wow. But. Yeah, if, if any, I know Dune is up for a couple Oscars, no more than a few Oscars, right? More a couple, yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Is. And, and th- this is like the first time that a big AAA blockbuster event style movie, the first time in mm-hmm. a few years, it actually has the filmmaking and the craft and the, the teams behind it that deserve mm-hmm. that recognition, not just because it's big budget or it's yeah. distributed, you know, to everywhere around the world there's actually really good artistry involved in it. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm rooting for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Also the Oscars are coming up and I'm very excited because the Oscars yeah. are my Super Bowl. There's some an Oscar great... party. Woo-hoo. Yeah. If you want to attend virtually, Kathy, let me know. <laughs> I'm so down. I am totally rooting for power of the dog to win best picture. <sighs> okay. We'll talk after. Cause I could spend. <laughs> if you want to see Benedict Cumberbatch, ben- Benedict Cumber, my batch. Benedict Cumber, my batch's uh, ass. Watch The Power of the Dog. He's great in it. Also, Jane Campion is a fabulous director and it's beautifully shot. Yeah. Anyways, um, so other than driving, when is the first time you felt like a true grown up? Uh, hmm. Very first day of university, moving into campus, literally watching my family. And at that time, like I basically had no friends. So watching my family, my only support system drive off in a car and know 
I'm in a new place in a new city. I don't know anyone. I don't even know where my room is. But that was so liberating and so exciting because I knew, well, everything after this is a result of like my efforts and who influences me. And like, even, you know, when you start to like learn the, the geography of a new place, like when you start to learn a new city, like the back of your hand, it's, it's fantastic. It's an amazing feeling because you feel like you belong there. You feel like you've, you know, put some roots in and you start to get rid of anxieties and fears. You start to think, oh, I can't get lost here anymore. I, I know where I'm going. It feels like I'm supposed to be here. And uh, I guess the, the last example I would give probably when I first got my credit card, <laughs> strangely enough. Uh, and you're like free money. Just kidding. It's a big yeah. responsibility. I definitely uh, had the free money mentality and that bit me in the ass pretty hard. <laughs> so I learned learned that the rough way. But. It is not free money. That's how much debt they're allowing you to get in legally. Listen, but it's better you learn it young. Yes. I, I was so against getting a credit card for the longest time because I, I think I was just like aware that I probably had that bad free money mentality in my brain. And my parents were like, oh, but credit score, but credit score. But, and I'm like, cool. No, it's important to buy a house. It's important when you rent an apartment. It's it's good to a have car, yeah, a car that. leasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's all good and well. But two things. One, I didn't know what a credit score is. In fact, I didn't know what a credit score was until I started listening to some of the episodes on this podcast. And, <laughs> and, and two, especially going from teenagehood to adulthood, not knowing anything. I grew up in a way where I'm like, I don't want a car. I don't want a house. I don't know if I'll ever want those things ever. So I'm like, what's the point? Even now I'm like, eh, I'd rather be a nomad and just travel around and, you know, work remotely and shit like that. But well, not everyone's like, <laughs> that's a very specific thing. Yeah. No, I think, I think, yeah. Rem- reminder, credit cards are not free money. The younger you are, the more they're going to allow you to take out probably. And the higher your interest rate's going to be. So you're going to go to pay it. And then you're going to see the interest and be like, wow, my payment was cut in half because all that interest was added. Great. Be very careful. So what advice would you give our listeners about adulthood? The best advice. This is probably going to sound so backwards. I probably come off as like a radical anti-traditionalist or something, this whole interview, but this may sound backwards at first, but don't bother being too mature. Like allow yourself to goof off, allow yourself to be childish, to not take things so seriously, because at the end of the day, always remember this too shall pass. Have fun with stuff like, you know it's not just about like, get out of your comfort zone or anything. It's more like the more serious you take life, the more boring it's going to get. And the quicker you're going to dislike everything around you and everything you end up doing with your time. Don't sacrifice your childhood just so that you feel mature. Don't lose touch of that childlike energy. Yeah. That's good advice. Definitely Mm -hmm. good advice. That's good advice. I don't think I've heard before. Yeah. Same. Absolutely. Um, all right, Kevin, to wrap up, what is the most adult thing you've done lately? <laughs> I did it right before this, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I paid off taxes that I had to pay off for 2021. So, woo, that's great. Go, Kevin. Yeah, woo. that's a good feeling. 
is it weird being on this side of the podcast and <laughs> answering all the questions? It's very strange. One, because it's in real time. So I'm like, oh, I'm not just looking at like a flashback of a conversation. It's actually happening. Plus, to make that even stranger, I do get like the slight delay between the Zoom call and actually physically hearing Genevieve's voice from another room. <laughs> So there's like a bit of a, a like real world echo going on there. But it's also just strange because I've seen both of you develop as interviewers and as you have this great camaraderie and like social energy and chemistry back and forth. So seeing that performed live, so to speak, is really cool for me because I'm like, oh, these ladies have come so far. I'm like proud of y'all. Oh, thanks, Kevin. Truly. Yeah, our early episodes. They're rough. I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> They're rough. We hadn't gotten to our, our stride yet, but here we are. Speaking directly to the audience, if y'all know, if y'all knew how much little mannerisms and hiccups and, and Freudian slips I've had to cut out over these episodes, <laughs> it's it's kind <laughs> of hilarious and it's great. And there's something charming about listening back to stuff and suddenly the whole conversation derails into laughter for 20 seconds and it just ends off with the classic like <clears throat> kevin cut that out literally kevin cut that out literally all you hear is oh, kevin cut that out <laughs> thanks kevin what do you want to plug where can people find you oh gosh i mean i just got a twitter for some reason i don't know why probably just to like have hot takes about uh the movie industry and, and video games and stuff but it's canister with a k and two n's on youtube uh if you like videos about Toronto and lifestyle and photography and other things like that. That's, that's a good place to find me uh, in my passions. And uh, thanks for having me y'all. Of course. We'll have all that linked down below as well as some resources to learn more about the Ukraine and get some donations. Thanks for listening to our grown up chat this week. Uh, we hope y'all are doing well, staying safe and sane out there and mm -hmm. take care of yourselves. I'm Genevieve. I'm Kathy, and we love you. Bye. Bye.